Welcome to the Men's Leadership Network special presentation of a mini-series podcast, The COVID Sessions. On today's episode, we'll be talking about how to lead yourself well in the middle of a pandemic. Well, welcome back, men, to Men's Leadership Network COVID-19 Sessions, where we want to bring you an honest conversation uh, with practical uh, outworkings of how to live life in, in, in a pandemic. Uh, we're all experiencing the same thing and we're asking a lot of the same questions. And so, you know, Men's Leadership Network is, was created uh, to encourage and equip men to lead in their homes, in their workplaces, in their communities for Christ. And uh, we're doing that from the confines of our home right now. And so what does that look like? And what are some practical, uh, honest kind of outworkings of what that looks like for us? And so uh, make some quick introductions. Uh, you guys, if you were here last week, you met uh, these fellows that are with me. This is Jacob Scrimpture and Chase Baker. My name's T. Lusk. We all serve as pastors at Rolling Hills Community Church. We enjoy hanging out together, and we're having these conversations uh, in Zoom calls and phone calls uh, throughout the week, and we just felt like it was a really good spot for us to bring it to you guys and hopefully uh, kind of encourage you in the process. And so, Jacob, you're going to kind of start us off this week with uh, our topic and then uh, really just jump in to uh, what, what we're going to talk about. So take, take the mic, man. Yeah, something that's really been on my heart, and I think it's super important during this time, and it really was important uh, pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, and it's going to be important after, but I've been thinking about it a lot during this time of self-leadership. And, and when you're working from home, there's a lot of practical applications of self-leadership. You got to get up, you got to go to where you work, you got to make sure you put all the distractions out, and you got to focus on your, you're having to lead yourself and discipline yourself to do those things. But I think there's a, so there's some practical aspects of self-leadership, but I think there's also some 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 broader spiritual aspects. Uh, so recently, I was I was thinking about this while I was watching uh, the Last Dance, the you know the new ESPN documentary yes. ten part series of Jordan going to the sixth championship there to try to uh, seal up that second uh, three peat there. Um, Can we ask the question? Who's the goat? LeBron James. James. We don't. Have, we don't. We don't. Have, we don't. Michael. Have. Jo- we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. <laughs> no. We hey. could answer the question if it was even a legitimate question, because we know that Michael Jordan <laughs> is the greatest of all time and will always we know. Uh, all those be. those LeBron lovers out there. Him being the greatest of all time, it makes you look at what does his self-leadership look like? And there's this story in there. It's amazing. So when he was at North Carolina, he was a freshman there, and he tells Roy Williams, who was an assistant at the time, who says, I want to be the greatest player to ever come through uh, the school. And he says, well, you're going to have to work harder than you did in high school. And he said, I worked as hard as everybody. He said, oh, I thought you wanted to be the best that came through here. And Jordan responds, okay, well, I'm going to outwork everybody. So how did he become the greatest basketball player ever? It was the self-leadership of I'm going to work harder than anyone. Now, he had innate talent already inside of him, but he had to meet that talent talent with every day working and practicing to those two things meet together to become the greatest ever. So what he was doing when he was practicing every day, he was becoming the basketball player that he wanted to be every day. He was becoming that model, that ideal of what he was working towards. And I think the spiritual aspect of that is as Christ followers, our goal, our ideal, our model is to become like Christ to be more like Christ on the other side of the pandemic than we are today. And how do we do that? How do we practice what Jesus practiced? How do we become like them? And I think the first and most practical aspect of that is practicing the habit of being in the word every day. Yeah. 
And Good. even further, I would say it being the first thing that we do every day. Now, it's good to read the Bible any time of day, but I think it being the first thing before you pick up a device, before you pick up your phone, before you go to a Zoom meeting, before your kids wake up, before anything being the first thing you do to go and sit in God's word. And this is why I think it's important, because what you're doing is you are anchoring yourself at the first part of the day in the truth of who God is and who you are and the way he would have you live in this world. Because when you anchor yourself, what happens after that is chaos. There's chaos of what you see in the news. There's chaos of, of your kids running around. There's chaos of Zoom meetings and emails and, and, and all this chaos comes. But when you, the first thing you do is anchor yourself in God's word, you're tethering yourself that when the whirlwind comes, you're kept uh, foundation in who God is and who you are. Because what I think it is, is like when you... It, it, as we're working through this crisis, we're working through this wilderness, what Jesus is telling us, he wants us to follow his voice through the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So he, he is our shepherd. And what he wants us to do is sit in his word, learn about him and follow his voice through the wilderness, through the crisis to the other side. And on the other side, look more like him than we did mm-hmm. before yeah. this started. So Chase, like when you think about that, like the practice of being in the word daily of what we're intaking, what are some other practical aspects that you would see of the things that we're intaking with our thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The first thing I would say is think about what you're thinking about. You're like, man, who invited this guy to the podcast, but that seems so ridiculous, but it is. Think about what you're thinking about. Take your thoughts captive. Um, and, you, you simply, that means just gaining control of your thoughts, mm. what you think about yourself, what you think about your life, what you put in your mind has an effect on what you think, and that will have an effect on what you do. And um, and so you guys remember those scary movies when you watched as a kid, and, and then you had nightmares. You don't remember nope. that? Nope. Dude, I, I still remember Pet Cemetery. I, I can go back and say, it. man, mm. that's, that created a lot of, nightmares churchill was that the name of the cat churchill was that right church oh. churchill and i think so yeah yeah. Uh, yeah but i still but it didn't take long to realize that the way to avoid nightmares is to stop watching those kind of movies like that's mm. it's yeah. pretty simple so god has provided a way to overcome unhealthy thoughts and behaviors and gain the self-control that we seek it's a matter of taking charge of your life, taking charge of your thoughts. And, and I love, uh, second Corinthians five ten, and it says this demolish arguments and every petition that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ yeah. that we, we have an opportunity here to take captive our thoughts, to not let those things wander and take us down a road that's going to be unhealthy and, and eventually would um, cause that negative actions as a result of not taking our, our thoughts captive. The, the second thing I would say, just practically speaking, pay attention to your emotions. I think, guys, we're, we're probably um, the worst at this, uh, paying attention to our emotions and, and what we're taking in because it matters who and what you're listening to. It really does. Drowning myself in Netflix is not helpful. Nope. It really is not. Drowning myself in the news is not helpful not either. Helpful. 
um, get brief updates with the news and move on. Just move past. We need those updates to kind of stay up to date with what's going on in our world. But let's move on. We have to create a plan. And that plan, man, I, I for myself, is it, you know, how much time am I spending reading? How much time am I spending listening? How much time am I spending um, just, just being with family? Those kind of things that are really healthy for me. Here's the next thing, guys. Uh, recognize the lies um, that we tell ourselves and then replace it with truth. I think that's really important. And what are those lies that we're talking about? You guys can throw out a bunch. I could probably throw out a, I could throw out a bunch. But they're this. I, I'm not enough. This situation is impossible. I'd like to, but, or what is your but? I'd like to do this, but I, I'm really stuck in a rut right now, like, and I can't get out. I need control. Now, what's the truth to all of those? God is enough. Instead of thinking about impossible, what are the possibilities? Work, may, work this season may not be what I thought, right? It's up for all of us. Um, so what are the opportunities maybe in, in front of me? Or what about my family? Maybe, maybe work is crazy, but man, there's so many opportunities and potential for my family that, that I could capitalize on right now. But also I think there, there might be other opportunities for you that maybe you're not thinking about because you're so busy thinking about the impossible. What are the areas in my life that I can move forward with? You know, um, another thing is about control. We've never had control in the first place. And I think that's part of the problem we're struggling with in this season is that we once thought that we were in control. I think there's a lot, uh, guys, we, I think by and large, we like to take control of our situations and, and, uh, in this season, freedom's been taken away a lot of ways, right? We can't do what we want to do. Control has been taken away. Then the truth is God is in, in control, even when our world seems out of control. Um, I believe that this is where your faith is tested and, and God is really um, uh, refining our faith in this season. That's what we're praying for sure. So those are some practical things with thoughts. And just a point, like go back to anchoring yourself in God's word um, with combating those lies. That's what you're doing is Absolutely. sitting in God's truth doing. and let that be the voice speaking into your self-worth, your purpose and what you're doing uh, instead of letting the, the, the thoughts in your heads be the one telling the narrative. You're letting God's word tell the narrative. That's right. Good, yeah, word, that's good. good word. Yeah. Hey, speaking of what you're doing, you know, you, you talked about the mental and the, uh, emotional, the spiritual, and all of those connected. Uh, the big question on my mind, Chase, is uh, what are you doing physically? I mean, you're just such a specimen of a man, and so uh, we'll we'll link what you say in the show notes. But are we combating uh, truth with lies here? I thought um, eating no, eating Doritos. But, but true, but truthfully, I, I mean, physical uh, the physical aspects of of, of our day to day lives have a, a strong connection to the spiritual and the emotional. So, what, what about what about those kind of things? What what can we do there? It, yeah, man, this is really hard in the season too because it messes with your routine and your rhythm of life. Mm -hmm. And and um, typically, most most guys, if they did go to the gym or did work out, it's it's not in their homes. And so, trying to figure that out. So, mm -hmm. but what we do know is that there is so much connected to your physical, the emotional, mental, and spiritual are all connected to to physical as well. Yeah. Um, 
And we can, we can point to moments in scripture, even in Jesus's life, right? As he grew, um, man, he focused on those different areas in his life as well. And, and we can't neglect it. So, man, I, I think it's important. I don't, I don't do this, um, the perfectly or the best, but I do think it's important to get out and go for a walk. I think that take your family on a hike, get out, um, exercise, exercise at home. Even if it's, uh, look, even if it's 10 minutes doing something to get the blood going, uh, I think playing with your kids outside is really important too. I mean, this is in this season, we have an opportunity that maybe we didn't, we didn't make a priority in the past. I think this is a time if you're going to set new priorities, man, go play with your kids, Um, go play, throw some ball around go bike, whatever it is. Don't just sit around eating Cheetos and Doritos and those kind of things, which man, I can, I can wear out some ice cream too. Oh my gosh. It's like a night ender every night. (laughs) Need that ice cream to, to go to bed. Well, so. And I think it's important to, to, to listen to yourself of when you need those things. Like for me, I'm an Enneagram one. I'm a right. rule follower. Mm-hmm. And it feels like I'm breaking a rule if I do this before five o'clock. But there's been times where I've been in a Zoom meeting for a couple of hours, like back to back of meetings. And it's like 3.30. And I was like, I have got to get out of the house and go for a walk just for my own self-leadership yeah. and self-care. And I was like, hey, I can work on this stuff later tonight. But while the yep. sun's out, I need to go outside, uh, get, get the sun on my face, get some fresh air and recoup and come back stronger for my family and for those things that I need to do. That's awesome. Well, listen, guys, we we want to kind of wrap up. It looks like we're, we're coming to the end of our time and we want to, we want to be aware of, of your time, Uh, but we believe this is an important conversation and it's just the beginning of the conversation. Uh, And, and just to kind of recap some of those thoughts that you, that we've heard already is uh, that, that the importance of the spiritual and the rhythm of being in God's word, the practice of being in God's word uh, in the morning and setting that as a standard and, and how uh, self-leadership really kind of in that way begins with submitting to God through his word and uh, walking in, in, in his truth. And then thinking about what you're thinking about and, um, and, and, what you're taking in and how that's affecting your emotions and ultimately telling yourself the truth. Chase, we were just talking recently about David when he says in, in, in the Psalms where he tells his own heart, he says, why are you downcast on my soul? He says, believe in God. And, and I love that. I, I, I mean, just when you think about it, he's telling himself, Hey, stop, stop being downcast. Stop letting the things that are happening around you, crush your emotions, trust God. I mean, so we've got to tell ourselves the truth and, and obviously the importance of uh, being physical. I, I would add just in, in just real quick, uh, those rhythms of life that, that were normal pre this, we can have some of those rhythms still. Like I, the importance of getting up on, at, at a certain time and going to bed at a certain time and yep. getting dressed and you know, just doing this. Like we don't have to sit around in our sweatpants all day long, like get dressed and, and do work, <laughs> get up at the right time and go to bed at a good time. Like we don't have to watch Netflix till four o'clock in the morning. We're, we're not in college for some of you guys are. Uh, and if you are, get up earlier and go to bed earlier and all those things. Um, but, but just the importance of those rhythms and it, it's such a good conversation and there's so, so much practical here. And again, it is the beginning guys. We in the men's leadership network, the man minute, uh, we've given you a guide, just a, a, a reflection guide, a conversation guide. And that's really for you with other guys, but it's also just kind of a personal conversation we want you to have uh, with yourself and, and use it as a part of your devotion and your study uh, one morning this week and just to kind of begin that to to carry the conversation that was begun here so we're so thankful that you jumped in continue to uh 
lead in your homes, uh, in the workplace, in your community for Christ. We're thankful that we get to have this conversation uh, and uh, hopefully it's helpful for you. So until next time, uh, keep leading and uh, loving those that are around you well. Thanks, guys.